Now say a couple words. Couple words. A couple. A couple words. Couple words. Let me check my. Oh, cup of words. Cup of words. <laughs> cup of words. <laughs> One cup of words for you. One cup of words, That's please. All you get. Just a various mixture of words. In a cup. <laughs> Put them in a cup first. <laughs> how do you serve? How do you like your cup of words served? In a cup. Uh, hot with a hot? spoon in them. Ah, you don't you don't mix anything in. You like you you take it straight. Uh, well, I like some things mixed in sometimes. You like some honey. Some. Some stutter. Yeah, some <laughs> sentence enhancers. Some um, get a big old spoonful of um in there. Big food. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have some um. And us. Healthy heaping of awkward silence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. A good amount of searching for a topic to, to discuss while on Absolute. air. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's what most of the words are is just, uh, me? No. I don't know. It's all right. It was fine. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I liked it. What's Taco Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why do I sound different today? Oh, thanks for asking, Rachel. Uh, I moved. <laughs> you moved? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in. I'm in my new place now. Sort of. I'm still like. I'm surrounded by boxes. They're closing in, and they're gonna kill me. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, we need to know the specific number of boxes and dimensions. Uh, I mean, right now there's like eight or nine boxes, but I feel like they're multiplying. Like every they time probably I probably are. Yeah. yeah. Like every time I I look away. Uh, I feel like I look back and there's more and they're all just sort of like slowly closing in around me and they're going to bite my head off. Yeah, that's all true. <laughs> they're going to. It's all true. You got to be worried about that. The box invasion. Yeah. People have been talking about it for years. That was what the, that's what Rapture was supposed to be. Yeah. Those, those boxes can't be trusted. <laughs> the boxes can't be trusted. You know what else can't be trusted? The Savage Land. Welcome back to the Savage Land. I'm Matt. I'm Jason. I'm Rachel. Matt, and that was the best. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> one I could come up with. Listeners, right before, right before, right before we started, Matt's like, "This is gonna be the best intro I've ever done," and that was that was good. Was I it? mean, it was it was good standard, you know. It was succinct to the point and uh, no nonsense. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it was his best. Yeah, no filler, just getting right to it. All killer, no filler. Da 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 da. Da, 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 da. That's some forty one song. Album. Oh, is it? Album. More I was I was doing the, the guitar riff from Fat Lip, the da 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 but it's like not, you know, it's like verbalized rather than actually in rhythm. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't either. <laughs> you know Fat Lip the song? No. No. Nineties kids so. remember. Is it some forty one? Yeah. That's why I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's it. why I don't know. The it. greatest band of all time? Not even a little no. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He's he's storming through the party like his name was El, El Nino. That's oh, man, stupid. I get it. When he's hanging out drinking it. in the back of his El Camino? Mm. Anyway. Oh, listeners, it is the week we've all been waiting for. We are now Oh my god. It is everything what? The, it's ha- all been coming what? to this. What's happening? I'm we in are the dark. F- we are 4 days away from it, Matt. 
What? Everything, oh, everything has been building up to this. <laughs> because on this Thursday, April 26th, it's finally here. The 2018 NFL Draft, and we're all excited for it. Are they really doing the draft the same day as they're doing the Infinity War movie? Yeah, they are. It's a really challenging day for me. <laughs> it's a really confusing day for me. And honestly, because <laughs> I... The, so the draft starts at, like, I think 7 p.m. here, 6 p.m. here, something like that. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping that I can watch the first round of the draft and then leave in time to get, like, the late show of Infinity War and then still get to yet? bed in time. No, because I'm doing movie pass. Yeah, but they're all sold out everywhere. Nah. Dude, they they are they I just read an article that's saying like showtimes are sold out so much that they're adding like three o'clock in the morning shows now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they'll, they'll add those showtimes, they'll be fine. You're really gonna go see Infinity War at three o'clock in the morning? You know he no. is. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm he not gonna would. see it at three I, <laughs> no, I, I, I will he I will totally bet you. Would. I will I mean I would <laughs> if I didn't have work on, on in the morning afterward. <laughs> I guess if you're going by yourself you might be able to snag like a the 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 uh, that one single yeah. chair in the middle of an entire theater that you have to go to yeah slightly slightly altered and then you walk in because <laughs> you're a little bit late and there's only one seat open because that's the one you pick right dead <laughs> Matt's, center Matt's in the middle of the theater. Speaking from experience, that time he got really high and went and saw a movie by himself, surrounded by people. <laughs> and then you had to just walk in and just sit there and be like, "Yep, yeah." <laughs> Which movie was that, Matt? Batman versus Superman. <laughs> oh. It's terrible. It's the perfect yep. movie to get high before. It's a perfect movie. It was a bad choice. That stoner movie, BVS, you know. That was a really bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I won't I won't bore you guys with all my quarterback speculation from the NFL draft and, and telling people that Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield are dumb choices and Sam Darnold is clearly the only one you would take number one overall. We're not going to talk about that. Today, right. today okay. we're gonna we're gonna talk about in a, in a zag in a, in a change of direction from what we normally do. We're gonna talk about geek stuff. What? What? <laughs> I, I was so I'm geared up for this to talk about sports ball. <laughs> I actually just ordered a, a baseball cap that just says sports on it, and I'm really excited about it. I thought we were gonna talk about gardening all day. Oh, oh we should yeah, do a gardening let's talk podcast. About gardening. Yeah, fuck this, guys. Let's talk about daffodils. D- yeah, but you dig a hole and put something in it and uh, plants. <laughs> now it's pretty, you guys. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna sit down at this uh, diner table and grab the glass bottle of Heinz and 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 slap it on the bottom. Uh, just in a minute here, but first we're gonna inform you guys that this episode is brought to you uh, by a little sponsor who goes by the name of T Blocks. Uh, we'll tell you more about T-Blocks later in the show, but just remember, you can go to tblocks.com and use the promo code COOLTBX to get 10% off. But don't worry, we're, we're not going to front load you with all our information. That'll be later. That really still is the worst cool TBX. I know. I don't love the promo code. I won't, I, I won't lie about that. <laughs> promo code, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, cool TBX. What, what does TBX stand for? T-Blocks. Oh, and cool because we're that cool. might be cool. Yeah, we're cool. Oh, that might be cool. Yeah, I didn't do it. I, I didn't make it. I know. I know. I know they picked it. Yep, that, that's fine. But. I wanted savage, but that's that's what we got. And and I do actually really enjoy T blocks. They've they've given me my favorite shirt. Um, one <laughs> one, <laughs> one, fa- one favorite shirt. Look, guys, when you when you when you agree to, to to do a sponsorship, they don't send you something new every month. They they give you kind of a, a one time thing to be like, here's what we are, and then 
and that's that's what you got. Yep, you got so. one shirt. One shirt. <laughs> Peter shirts. Peter shirts. He's Except real. I'm just Peter shirt. Peter shirt. Yeah, Peter you're, singular so you're just shirt. Jason shirt. Yeah, I, I have to it's kill. Only, it's his only shirt. I have to, I have to kill Peter shirts <laughs> so that I can uh, so that I can get claim another the mantle. Shirt. Yeah, so that I can get one more shirt. <laughs> I'm not allowed. I have a. There's a curse on me that binds me from being able to buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> enough about shirts. Enough about football. Let's uh, let's pour our ketchup all over these French fries. Who's who's got what? What are we doing? Should we like hold the MCU talk until like the second half of the show? I feel like that's a good idea. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's let's start with what we've been up to. What's uh, Rachel? Rachel, what's on your plate? You haven't been around in a little while. Hot seat. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I did some archery yesterday. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rachel, you almost made me spit out this peach tea all over my computer. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were about to just be like, I got nothing. Sorry. You did archery, though. Yeah, we went out and did some bow shootering. Are you getting hawkeye Yeah. Did you hey, uh, Captain America? Did you give yourself that cool faux hawk haircut like Hawkeye has? No, Aww. I did wear my Marty McFly hat from Back to the Future too, though. Fuck yeah, that's the best hat ever invented. <laughs> I love that hat. I got it at Universal Studios. Oh, that's awesome. It's my favorite hat. I look so <laughs> stupid in it, but I don't care. Doesn't matter. Everyone looks <laughs> stupid in it. Michael J. Fox looks stupid in it. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> That's sweet. It's still you, a cool hat. Did you uh, did you destroy your arm this time? I did. Really? Because we haven't been in a year because since he destroyed Captain your arm last America time, America hurt himself. Oh, and then he had shoulder surgery, so we haven't been in a year. So Jeez. first thing I do is it. That's calling biting your arm when you whack it with the string and yeah uh-huh. my elbow is purple <laughs> this is uh, this is the second time that rachel has destroyed her arm uh from archery for those keeping track but hey clint clint barton didn't start off a, a master of the archery arts it's just something you got to relearn and yeah. once i learned that that was good the rest of the time <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah yeah. That's good. I I haven't shot a uh, a bow and arrow for, I mean it's it's probably been like a year and a half since the last time I fired an arrow. Kind of miss it. I'm willing to bet there's some people out there that have never shot a bow and arrow. They should. It's a fun it's time. Fun. Yeah. What's the, what about what about that archery tag you can go play? I mm. I've been wanting to do that for a while actually, but I feel like the arrows would be very unevenly weighted. Oh, they I'm sure they are. They would, yeah, they would be very heavy it's since a, they got that like marshmallow pad yeah, thing on it. Foam yeah. tip on it. If anyone, if anyone listening to the show has ever uh, gone and played archery tag, I don't know if that's only a Utah thing or if that's everywhere. But uh, if anyone's played archery tag, please tweet at us and let us know how it is at Savage Land Pod. Yeah, I want to know if it's fun. It looks fun. It looks like you'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> I did play a uh, blaster tag, which is like laser tag with uh, with Nerf guns. And that was pretty fun. Yeah? Yeah, I was down in uh, Provo last time I was up in Utah. Did you shoot your eye out, kid? I did shoot my eye out, kid. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool story, bro. Cool. What, a- <laughs> what else what else what else you got in your uh in your little uh in your little basket, Rach? Um 
Well, I haven't really been reading a lot of comics. Per se. <laughs> per se. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Legend of Zelda manga. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. Is it good? It's really good. I got a book of it from my brother for Christmas. Also, I will say, manga is definitely comics. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but there's those people that are like, well, it's not a real comic book. (laughs) 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 Fuck all those people. If you've been reading uh, Family Circus, I'd still count it. Do you read it backwards? Yeah, it's backwards. Oh, that's so confusing. It, it took me a minute to figure it out. <laughs> Matt's like, right to left, I can't handle this, bye. <laughs> it is a little confusing because even though you're reading that way, like you still have to like read the bubbles that way too. Mm-hmm. The bubbles start in the top right corner? Yeah. Oh, that's even and they, worse. They kind of go in a <laughs> circle. What? Like, yeah, it's it's a little confusing. So I would just be reading. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And then I'd read it again in a different order. I'm like, oh, okay. I used to do that I, a I lot when I would like read Shonen Jump as a kid. And I was like, I got into Shonen Jump almost at the same time that I got into American comics. And so like going back and forth and trying to figure out like what the way of reading was, I was I was very confused. Yeah, I I had to Google it just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> What a freaking noob. Am I right, my fellow weeaboos? <laughs> it, it's just been a while since I read some manga, so I just wanted to make sure I was reading it right. A little rusty. That's, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, I, I read the Ocarina of Time in manga. And then I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So I ordered Majora's Mask and A Link to the Past. Is it just the game story, but comic book form? Yeah, and kind of condensed, but it's just... How do they... How do? Yeah, I imagine it's condensed. Like, it'd be hard to translate just aimlessly walking around trying to figure out how to solve puzzles and stuff. Well, yeah, that that's the other thing I'm doing. I'm playing Breath of the Wild on Master Mode. Master Mode? Yeah, after you beat it, you unlock Master Mode, and it's the hard version of the game, so I'm going back through it. So... That's what I've also been doing is solving puzzles and like getting ingredients for guys to make curry in towns and is it but the puzzles are still the same. Yeah, the puzzles are the same. It's, it's just, just like the, the bad guys are a harder. little harder. I've never understood that like you beat the game and then they're like, Cool, play it again, just harder. I've never gotten I've never Well, I also that. bought the DLC. Uh-huh. So there's a new Divine Beast and 10 or so new missions oh, okay so i'm doing that too so i'm not just replaying it to replay it i've got other shit to do <laughs> <laughs> i logged 175 hours into the first game playing it again going for 300 yeah fuck yeah but i hon- i honestly don't mind because it's one of the greatest games i've ever played so oh sure i did play skyrim like four times which is stupid at least you admit it it was stupid (laughs) i have a hard time with skyrim i just don't like the controls did you get it for the switch yeah i have it on my switch yeah and it's pretty yeah but i got stuck on a rock and i couldn't jump out of this rock thing i got stuck in needed characters just forever there yeah so i had to restart i got a rock yeah that's that sounds like skyrim yeah, little, little 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 buggy. Yeah, just <laughs> just a little bit. Um, 
Oh, that sounds like fun. I, I, I've, I've only watched two, maybe four videos of Breath of the Wild stuff, but it looks like it's a fun game. It's really fun. It's very addicting. I watched the guys. I watched his horse jump off a cliff. So the first time I played, I went and got my horse, and I jumped off my horse. And when I did that, like for some reason, my horse decided to keep walking, and it walked off a cliff. Uh-huh. And then I looked down and I saw that it, like there was a river and it landed on some rocks. So I like go down there to try to get the horse, and I couldn't get him out of there. So then it was like this weird never-ending story Artax situation where I had to leave my horse there. (laughs) It was so sad. (laughs) But you get it back, right? Yeah, if you go back up and whistle, then it'll come run to you. But it was still like, I can't save my horse. (laughs) It's freaking out. Oh, It's all okay, though. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine fine here. Everything's okay. Did you ever play it, Jay? You don't have a Switch. I don't have a Switch, yeah. I'm not a Switch. I'm a... Never mind. I'm not going to get... Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. <laughs> Almost did. And then I was like, nah. Almost. <laughs> we don't have to get that personal on this podcast. <laughs> or maybe I am a Switch. I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I don't know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Uh yeah no I didn't I I've heard it's the Rolls Royce of gaming systems, bro. But uh no I haven't played it. You should. Everybody should. <laughs> bro, you gotta play this Nintendo Switch, bro. It's the Rolls Royce of gaming systems. This Zelda Link to the Past Legend. What's it called? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, bro. You gotta get <laughs> on it. You know you sound like that guy. Do you remember that video from years ago? With the guy, and like the story is he was on acid in a closet just talking to himself. <laughs> seahorses you know talking, forever. See, fucking seahorses. Mr. Mr. Balloons. Forever. Mr. Balloon Hands. <laughs> Mr. Balloon Hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Walkway. Okay, Mr. Walk now. Down Me on the walkway. <laughs> Lead me to the building. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos of all time. It's pretty amazing. It yeah. If, no if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just Google <laughs> seahorses forever. I don't know. I don't know. You can find balloon, it. Mr. Balloon. Mr. Mr. Balloon Hands. <laughs> <laughs> I love seahorses and seashells. This doesn't. <laughs> uh, well, that's that, that sounds like a fun time. I, I really I do want to play the Switch. I, I have a creeping suspicion that I may have already bought the last gaming console I'll ever buy in my life. Um, but I don't know. Because, I, I mean, I have not turned on my PS4 or my Xbox in... Like eight months, eight Jeez. of them. Yeah. Well, I really like. I don't. Ha- know. I just haven't been playing, been playing games, man. That's fair. Certainly, don't, certainly don't have to. Yeah. No. I, I suspect if I were if I were to like see a really good deal on Battlefront Two or on uh, like the new Spider Man, I would probably start playing a little bit. Um, yeah. I I think that's what it is. There has to be a game that's like perfectly down my alley for me to actually want to get a new console um, or even just get a new game. Yeah, I may end up getting the new Madden this year, but I don't know. Battlefront Two is fun. I've heard really good things about it. I mean, you know, there's like the microtransactions and all that shit. Apparently, they've fuck that. Just fucking get it for the single player campaign. Yeah, the campaign is really cool. It's super. Yeah, cool. I do want to do the campaign. That's that's like the one selling point on any Battlefront franchise or any really any video game franchise. 
it's pretty rad, man. There's some pretty fun. There's some pretty fun uh, star starfighter missions in it. Yeah, Ugh, that'd be fun. I wonder. I'm they're gonna. Like, I'm gonna they're look. like. They're yeah. like. What? So I, I while you're while you're talking, I'm gonna look and see what the price is on it now. Oh. Uh. Yeah. No. There's like a, a very choreographed. So it's like you know you're in your Tie Fighter and there's Corellian Corvettes like moving. You have to like kind of move th- all around all these Corellian Corvettes as they attack a Star Destroyer facility and stuff. I didn't know Chevy pl- made uh, vehicles in the Star Wars universe. What? Corvette. Anyway. Cars. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, so Battlefront 2 on the PS4 is down to 2250 and the Elite Edition is at 3588. That's that's not too bad. No, no that's don't, not bad and don't at buy all. the Elite Edition. Just get the normal one for 20 bucks. What's the yeah, difference? You... I don't know. There's probably some like multiplayer shit in the Elite one. Mm. Mm. It, it, just get the just get the original one. Uh, play the campaign and give it to your friend. Give it to your friend. Yeah. Give your give friend the friend. battlefront. Give your friend the gift of battlefront this holiday season. I I totally agree with Matt though. Like just get it and play the campaign. It, right. It's worth it. It is. I might do that. It. And then actually, then that way I don't even have to like renew my PlayStation Plus or whatever. That no. was the other thing, too. Yeah. I finally canceled my Xbox Live a couple months ago. Like, I'd been paying it forever, and I was like, wait a minute. I've never... I haven't been on Xbox Live, like, in a long fucking time. Um, anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, well, Rachel, is that uh, is that all you got in your bottle today? Um, probably anything worth talking about. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. I'm pretty upset about The Greatest Showman, but we don't have to talk about that. That movie looked like horse shit. I wanted it to be good, but that movie looked really bad, so I never saw it. It actually is a good movie. Mm. My complaint is that P.T. Barnum was a garbage human being, Mm -hmm. and the movie makes him seem like the greatest fucking guy in the world. He was so nice, you guys. He (laughs) just loved his wife, and freaks and animals and it was all just great that was i mean the best that was like one of the biggest reasons i didn't want to see it because i'm seeing like how like charming and hugh jackman and like happy-go-lucky everything is i'm like wait a minute like this guy made a business out of exploiting people with deformities like what are you talking about what is this bullshit and like horrible animal abuse Yeah. yeah horrible animal abuse he owned a slave exploited her and never like released her and when she died he sold her autopsy a live autopsy for people to come watch so cool what a guy he's just the best guy you guys hey, you want you want, you want me to go play this guy as a horrible human being and make him look like a really good guy all right i'm in i'm you chickman <laughs> if it was just a movie and it was just a made up guy in the circus it, great that would have been a great movie sure but watching it and you're like this guy was a sorry excuse for a human yeah well it's, it's the same problem I, I have about uh professor marston the 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 movie about the guy that made wonder woman like oh yeah that movie was fucking garbage it was just like a none of it was like everything was misrepresented in terms of his actual life and how he lived it. Like the, the director of the movie who also wrote it had like uh, skimmed through a book about him. And that was like her entire research for writing this movie. Like she, and she fully admits (sighs) that she's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really read and like research. I didn't want to be restricted by, uh, 
by little things like reality. I didn't research this movie about this real person. Yeah, like, then don't make a <laughs> biopic. Like, that's, just make a fictional movie about a guy. Don't you can't. Uh, yeah, fucking. exactly. You should have just made a fictional movie, yeah. and not a movie based on a guy and you didn't even tell the real story yeah it's like if you do the aaron sorkin thing where you like create sort of like scenes you know that never happened and conversations that never happened that's fine if you're sort of like keeping the the spirit and the surroundings true you know and it's it's about you know the the honesty of uh or the honesty of intent and the honesty of of the overall picture but when you're just totally like making shit up completely and like you know making up different dynamics between people and it's like that doesn't that doesn't work I don't like it. No. I don't like it. it. No, (laughs) sir, I don't like it. Oh, man. Uh, Well, hey, have you guys guys seen uh, that series on Netflix, The End of the Fucking World? I hiccuped. No. No. I have not. Well, I have not seen the series, uh, but it was based on a comic book that I believe was originally a webcomic, also called The End of the Fucking World. And holy shit, is it really, 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 really good. Um, is it it looks i i was intrigued i I was debating watching it and then i didn't but yeah same here story of my life but uh (laughs) yeah i i don't (laughs) i don't know if this also same here (laughs) i don't know if the netflix series is any good i don't know how much they changed and whatever but the the comic book is really awesome and i think first off i think that this is one of the most rachel things i've read in years i it's i like if 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 this is not squarely down Rachel's alley, then I guess I just don't know Rachel very well. Um, I guess I have to read it now. You ha- you have to. I mean, it's like, I, I think that the, the comic itself is a little overpriced, the hardcover. It's it's a fairly small and quick read, and it's like 20 bucks, but I'm sure you can get it on Comixology for cheaper and whatever. Um, you know, and the, the art's pretty simple. It's black and white. It's a very, like, kind of traditional sort of... Um, not quite like a newspaper cartoonist style, but it's it's simplified in that way. Uh, but it's it's a story about this kid who may or may not be a sociopath, and like him kind of figuring that out, and kind of the the cycles of abuse in his life, and and it, it, all sorts of crazy stuff. And I, I don't want to get too into it because there's I think like saying much more would would probably potentially spoil certain things. Um, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's just, it's really fucking good. And I, the biggest thing for me that, that made me realize how much I was enjoying it was that I, I was at Amoeba Records and I just like picked it up off the shelf and just started like, you know, scanning through a couple pages. And then I ended up reading halfway through, like got all the way halfway through the book while I was on my lunch break and then had to go back to work and after work went back to Amoeba so I could finish the second half of it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so... It, you know, it's like it, one of those. If if there's a book like that that's that's capturing me to that extent, uh, I, I think it's absolutely worth a read. Um, you know, and especially for you know someone like me, and I think for all three of us, like a lot of our comics reading tends to be in sort of mainstream American comics um, and periodicals, and so it's it's fun every once in a while to kind of like you know dip your toes in other areas of uh, of comics making. Um, yeah. And yeah. I don't know. Kid, kid finding out he's a sociopath is 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 a, a fun, not fun story, but a, a good story. <laughs> it, it is only uh, fourteen eighty nine on Amazon and eight dollars and some change on Comixology. There so. you go. Eight dollars and some change. I feel like is is not a bad price for that. Um, 
you know, if you want it on your shelf, then yeah, get it on Amazon. And and the print quality, like the actual production quality on that hardcover, is really really good. I will give it that. So it's a good one to read. I. Uh, the other thing that's uh, sort of in my ketchup bottle is this last week was the 80th birthday of Superman. Um, oh, with that issue 1000? Yeah, Action Comics number 1000. That's um, conveniently timed. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like it is sort of happenstance uh, that, that it was timed out that way, um, huh. which is kind of fun, but... And I think I think that's part of why they did the double shipping, but they that was you know two years ago they started that anyway. Um, so Action Comics one thousand, it's a giant I think eighty page oversized issue uh, featuring like a bunch of sort of all star. That's convenient too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> of course they did that. Um, uh, but it features a, like an all star lineup of of people from you know like legends from from old times to new times and all that stuff uh brian bendis his first superman story to sort of kick off his new run was in this book um they also brought back people like you know jeff johns and richard donner uh brad Meltzer, louise simonson kurt swan jose luis garcia lopez like these artists and writers from you know all of sort of either superman's history or even just comics in general um to put together this anthology and there were some stories in here that I think were absolutely beautiful. Uh, the story that Jeff Johns and Richard Donner co-wrote um, that was illustrated by... Ah, shit. What are the, the X-Force artists? Olivier Coipel. Um, he illustrated the Superman stories, like a five-pager that Jeff Johns and Richard Donner wrote that is, I think, some of the most beautiful illustrations I've ever seen in any comic period. Um, it's, I mean absolutely gorgeous and i don't know all these different creators uh pat gleason was was in it as well uh basically concluding his 45 issue run on superman with this sort of uh tag issue that was like it was like seven or eight pages that were all splash pages kind of spanning the history of of superman um and i mean like scott's or uh sorry tom king and clay Mann did a story that was like the end of um sort of like the end of Superman's life, but not really like since Superman is somewhat immortal, he outlives all of earth and everyone on it. And so he like revisits earth once a year. And it's like this, you know, husk of a planet that's been sort of like, you know, blown away by the sun basically. And just to kind of like mourn and talk to his parents. And it's a really Tom King thing where, you know, a person's all depressed and introspective. Um, but it's all good. I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a beautiful issue and 80 pages of, of, amazing art and fantastic writing and it got me really really excited to to read bendis's uh superman and action comics spinning out of this so i liked it good i recommend it to anyone out there who likes some superman soups soup kitchen (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yep you did it good job that's number wing (laughs) Um, and then I, w- I won't belabor this too much, but uh, I, I like two days ago th- via a Wikipedia rabbit hole um, came across a book called Bill the Galactic Hero. Have you guys ever heard of or read this book? No. Nope. So it's from like the 80s uh, and it sounds fucking crazy and I have to read it. Um, 
What's it called? Bill the Galactic Hero. Okay. It's it's absolutely nuts. So it's it's written by Harry Harrison. Um, it's like 185 pages. And it's just, it's this crazy plot about, you know, it's like this intergalactic war or something like that. Um, and it's like this, it's about Bill, who's this farm boy on like this tiny little planet who gets drugged, uh, hypnotized, and then shanghaied into the space troopers and sent to, um, out to like training and ends up like getting into this battle where everybody is killed and destroyed. But then he fires off like he's like one of the last people and he fires off the shot that ends up saving the day. And so then he's celebrated as a hero uh, and taken back to like the central planet of this alliance. And while he's on like a sightseeing tour at that, uh, uh, like he's, he's taken back to the central planet to be like honored and given a medal and all that stuff. And while he's on the planet, he's like taking a sightseeing tour Um and gets like uh uh like his city plan is like stolen while he's on that tour and so then he ends up arriving um late to his like medal ceremony or whatever like super late uh and discovering that he is now considered AWOL and a deserter um and so then he like has to escape and goes into the depths of the city and he like falls in with some gang and becomes like a a sanitation worker um but then he like joins uh this like this gang is like a spy to try and infiltrate this anarchist plot uh and then he gets arrested and sent to this prison unit um while the war continues and he like recruits a bunch of prisoners in this death gang and and shoots his own foot off and and then the story kind of comes full circle as he like it's there's there's i don't know all the elements in this story i'm just like what the fuck is this book i have to read it now this book sounds like everything yeah and it's it's just it's like this story about this dude just getting like totally manipulated and drugged and dra- like dragged into this war over and over and over again despite like being in so many opportunities to escape it like i don't know it's fucking nuts and the way the way i i've been spoiled on the ending uh unfortunately but i still want to read it but the way that it seems to end is also wild to me it looks like there's a lot of books though yeah, there was like a whole series, and I don't know how it continues after this, but this first book I really want to read. So I read the death. I read Death World by Harry Harrison. Mm. Is it good? Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's definitely that sort of like pulp sci-fi thing going on there. I'm super down with that. So check him out. <laughs> 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 no, he. I read something. Else. I oh, West of Eden is another book that I had sort of logged and was going to read and it's like about the uh the cretaceous tertiary extinction never happened so the dinosaurs evolved into intelligent species and blah 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 so that sounds familiar actually apparently his next book after build a galactic hero was the book that was uh the basis for soylent green yep that's true as well look at that he's a he's a classic science fiction guy yeah he did it (laughs) uh matt what you got in your bottle um i saw a quiet place oh hey what you think i saw that movie too i I absolutely loved it i agree i thought i I thought it was incredibly good that johnny that johnny krasinski can sure direct uh yeah that i i i wouldn't be surprised if that johnny krasinski won an oscar for sound that sound design was was fucking good it was phenomenal. It was it was really 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 good. Um, oh, the whole thing was great. 
Apparently, and that movie was almost a Cloverfield movie, from what I've heard. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it would have worked. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I had, I saw, like, I think I saw, like, maybe a trailer, but I don't remember. And then everybody just started talking about it and how good it was. So we we went in pretty dark, and that was great. Yeah, uh, that that movie was was definitely one of the most, like gripping and i think honestly i think if that movie had been any longer uh i would have i would have come away a little bit dissatisfied or you know like i i think that it had kind of the perfect running time um for what it was and and it's incredibly scary but still utilizing those sort of genre elements that uh that i think i don't know enhance the story a lot oh yeah and uh such a such 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 amazing creature design Mm -hmm. um no, it was A plus. Yeah. Loved it. I will say there there are a few minor plot holes, but at the same time, like I, I just I don't really care about plot holes that much. So I feel like as no, long as the I characters mean, are strong and, and the story itself grips you, then fuck it. Yeah, and it was very simple stories. Yeah. Absolutely. So it wasn't really try it wasn't really trying to do too much or anything. It was just like here's here, here it is. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Um and I think that's really important within that genre. Yeah, absolutely. Um But yeah, we were we were we were very happy about it. Fuck we yeah. got to the theater and we sat in our seat and the kids next to me had a giant bucket of popcorn and I was like, uh oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've heard rumors. Yep. Or not rumors, I've heard pe- a lot of people talking about uh the movie's so quiet that um you Anybody can hear everything. Eating, you can hear everything. Yeah, we we actually so, walked in like two minutes after it started, and felt oh no. very very uncomfortable getting to our seats. <laughs> it was yeah. it was like the worst. We're just like trying to like tiptoe as much as we can and like <laughs> not make like any noise with our like butts hitting the seat and <laughs> trying to like take our jackets off, but not you know rustle around. It's it was yeah it was something. And I didn't no, I didn't it, have my straw in my drink yet either and so i had to like (laughs) 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 meanwhile that's that's, amazing that's really funny yeah it's it was uncomfortable i felt like everyone in the fucking theater was watching us and also like people were sitting in our seats and so we just had to like accept that we were going to sit in different seats rather than try and say anything yeah because if you would have went and been like Hey, you're in our seats. Yeah. It would have been the loudest. Yeah, every sound. everyone in the theater hears. Hey, are you in our seats? I think you're in our <laughs> they seats. They hear Batman. I think you're in our seats. Are you in, in F twenty nine? Is this F twenty nine? No, this is F nineteen. I think you're two rows back. <laughs> Everyone's oh, like, fuck. shut up. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I sat down next to the guys with a bucket of popcorn and was like. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't, don't fucking do it. And they were talking super loud, and I was like, "Oh shit, I got the assholes." <laughs> and then, and then uh, the guy next to the, then Jenica sat down, and the guy on that was sitting next to Jenica was eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like a jug, a jug of like Dryer's ice cream. But go ahead. No, no, he had like a bit. He had a really and just big like lip smacking. Yeah, just like. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, he just had a really big ice cream cone. Who has, a, who has an ice cream cone in a movie theater? It's that new uh, luxury theater in Sugar oh House. Oh, my God. 
Oh. Yeah. Like, so, why not a bowl? You're going to get ice cream all over your hands and shit. Some people like the cone. You know, some people don't get ice cream all over their hands and shit. Come on, man. Yeah. So you just, I don't know, get a waffle bowl. Some people. <laughs> anyway, so movie starts. So quiet. I mean, it's, it is unbelievably quiet. It's a quiet and place, for the rest if you will. Of, for, for the rest of the movie, they didn't touch the popcorn at all. They were dead silent. Yeah. But the guy next to Jenica, because she was like, he's eating ice cream. It's going to be fine. He'll just get through the cone and be, it'll be over. Right? <laughs> so he finishes, he finishes the ice cream cone. And then probably like 20 minutes into the movie, we just hear... <laughs> as he's so slowly opening a box. And she looks over and it's Milk Duds. <laughs> and for the rest of the movie, he'd like squat, try to be quietly, take one out. And then he'd pop it in his mouth, and he'd be like, <laughs> "Oh God!" Just sucking on one milk dead at a time for the rest of the movie. <laughs> oh and my she was God! So mad about it. That is almost. I would be mad. That's almost worse than someone just pouring some milk duds into their hand and like eating it. Like when people are trying to be quiet and they're just like draw- know, it's drawing just... out every noise. Yeah, and it's a milk dud. It's fucking caramel. It's like you get us. Come on, just. Chew it. So why are you like making sucking sounds? <laughs> like that's so much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. So she's like, she's like, <laughs> dramatically like putting her hood on and then like putting her covering her ear and like scooting over and like being very dramatic about it. And I think the guy eventually figured it out. But <laughs> <laughs> like trying to send those signals, like, hey, I'm disturbed by your eating. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, cause good, good lord, that movie's quiet. Yeah, it's a really quiet movie. It is. It is most certainly a quiet place in that theater. The the, the the only the one downside was the theater next to ours was like you could hear like yeah, I had the same thing like the whole time, and we were like, oh man. Yeah, we oh, had well. the same thing. That that that's really like it's the one time you start to realize that uh, you know there there's no fully soundproofing a movie theater. Not with that much bass, I, you know. I so I don't know for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. It's it's fun to watch in the big screen, but might be better to watch it in the privacy of your own home, where you can actually be quiet. Yeah, make your own quiet and place t- and turn the volume up real loud because it gets exciting when it does get loud. Yeah. Oh, and like frightening. That it's it's one of those times where the jump scares in that movie again. Like it's one of few times where I really appreciate the jump scares. It earns them. And that's not often said of horror movies. Yeah, not at all. Most horror, mov- most horror movies are like, time for a jump scare. It's been like eight, 18 minutes. Here's the clown. But, yeah. But this one absolutely earns them. Yeah. Uh, no, I would. I'm really. It's exciting that we, we. There's been a handful of actually good horror movies mm-hmm. or suspense or whatever you want to call it, but sci fi horror. I don't know. Yeah. But it was, I thoroughly, have you seen it, Rich? Nope. That's why I'm just quietly okay. sitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's absolutely worth it. Yeah, I do totally want to see it because I've only seen like one trailer, yeah. and I just keep hearing all these really good things about it from like my other friends that do like horror, like I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, if yeah. they like it, then it's oh okay. I guess I need to see it. Yeah, you got to see it. Yeah, faux show. Yeah. You, it is a solid 
I would I'd put I I'd, I'd put it very high up in best horror movies. Yep, for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then I don't know how much I can talk about my other catch up. Because Rachel's here. Oh, but I've been playing. I've been playing God of War. It's, oh, you it, can talk about it. I just don't. I just don't, don't, I I just want, don't want like story spoilers. Oh, I wouldn't give you any. St- I would never, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you? I do want to know about it because it's probably going to be a minute until I can get the funds to buy it. So, oh, okay. um, I don't know how else to put it. I think it's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, game I've ever played. Hmm. Probably. Good. Pretty fucking high up there. Top three. Wow. Yeah. So it's like the it's east incredible. of west of it's games a, for you. It's absolutely amazing. It's and, and what's the name of the game? God, God of War. Yeah. What? You just didn't say it, so. Did, I didn't? Yeah. I think so you said it. Listeners are like, I, I, I didn't it. think you said it. I thought he said, said it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did he say it, listeners? I it. Should I say it again? Let us know yeah, on Twitter at Savage Line Pod. <laughs> God, God of War. Oh, God of it's War. God. Oh. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Number So here's three. here's my question. Okay. Because I played all the other games. Okay. And my favorite thing about them is the design and presence of the gods. Okay. So I want to know if it still has that same detail to it. I don't know yet. You haven't hmm. made it? I, ha- I haven't met any gods yet. Okay. Uh, I may have. But I don't know. Oh, I don't that's know. fair. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I kind of like that they're... And I've played a good chunk of it. Do you want to know any detail about the game? Like, gameplay details, fine. I just don't want, like, s- complete story spoiler things. Okay. Um, the gameplay is sort of the same. It's uh, definitely updated for a little bit more of a modern feel. So it's not like top down just like hit square forever it's not a button masher it's still a little bit of a button masher but not it's a it's it's a little bit more um what like the batman game style oh okay a little bit more time so it's really tight combat oh okay that's super fun um but it's since it's since the story is do do you know anything about the story nope did you watch any trailers uh like the very brief one just, that they did a where, really long time where ago. Where it's like him and his kid and that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. all I was saying. I mean, that's all I was going to say. So it's, the story is just, yeah, so you're just him and his kid. So that's, it's kind of fun because you can sort of give the kid commands. So you have that kind of dynamic gameplay. So you're mm-hmm. almost playing two characters at once, which is really fun. And instead of just like in the other, like like Last of Us or something where you have a, your little your little buddy running around, but you don't have any control over that. Uh, with this you do so you can sort of you can kind of do some you know combat stuff with your kid like tell your kid to shoot arrows and distract people while you go attack them and stuff so oh that's cool yeah it's super fun you can also tell Um, your kid that he's like a failure and that you'll never be proud of him and and uh you you know you can really demoralize him that's kind of the whole point of the whole story yeah, that's oh. kind of what it seems like. Was <laughs> well, there's a lot of that. Shit. There's definitely a lot of that going on. Here was trying to make uh, a, here was trying to make a joke, and it turns out it's, it's real. <laughs> but it's a very simple story. It's that it's not trying to do too much. Um, and you, like right from the get go, like the game, it's like the load screen comes up, and it's cr- old Kratos on screen with like a tree in the foreground and a handprint, mm-hmm. and it's the load screen. It's like. 
play start game. Conti- you know, all the options, whatever. And if you hit start game, that's the first scene of the game. There's no there's no load screens in the entire game ever at all. Huh. So it's just like you hit go and it's like he swings his axe and hits the tree. That's and it like the game starts. That is so cool. It's really fucking cool. I might have to like not buy food and just buy this game. I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I think you should starve you yourself, should. Rachel. Or I think, I think you that's go a to good like, idea. Go sell every other game you have and just get this one. <laughs> well, because I had to buy birthday presents, so yes. it kind of took my money. But now I'm like, well, I deserve a present yes, too. <laughs> this game is so up your alley; it's not even funny because it's 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 very steeped in the Norse mythos. Yes. Yeah. There's lore all throughout. They're talking about all these stories and stuff from Norse mythology. There's like every single creature and character and everything from from Norse mythology's sort of like, well, not every single one, but there's been a lot so far. Um, I'm gonna say one. I have to say one thing, and I just want to get you hyped on the game. Okay. Is you do travel to all the nine realms? Oh God damn it! <laughs> now you just sold me. <laughs> I'm going to go to Best Buy on my way home. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And I've only been to one so far, and it was awesome. But uh, it it has an open world-ish feel where there's like this big lake and everything sort of centers around this lake. And so you can kind of travel around at will. Um, It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. And everything's super smooth and... um, the the story itself is actually intriguing. Like this is the first time I was playing a game. Usually when I play a game, when it's like when it's like time to talk to NPCs, and I, I, I honestly I usually just skip through because they're like, I once was at a farm and I saw a pig, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, God, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. Uh, but in this, I'm so invested in the characters and so invested in all the. N- I mean, there's only a handful of NPCs, so it's very. They're not like let's throw four hundred at you. It's like there's three, and they're huh. and you're gonna keep running into them throughout the game. But uh, that I I find myself engrossed to the point where when they're and there's very the dialogue's very well written. So I find myself engrossed to the point where I'm just I I don't I've never I haven't caught myself once being like ugh okay stop talking I'm just gonna skip through all your dialogue. That's uh, good because I do. The exact same thing. I can't deal. I I just cannot deal with. Or I just NPC like dialogue. stop listening. No, and it's so cinematic. They like, it looks like it was directed by someone who knew what they were doing. Versus most video games where they're like, put the camera on the face, <laughs> <laughs> dead center. Yeah. Good job. Great, 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 great. Um. So it's very cinematic, and, it, and because there's no cutscenes, it all flows so well. Um, yeah, all the action flows so well; it it just feels smooth. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. And the graphics are incredible. Uh, I don't know. It's just amazing. Hmm. So anyway, I I I was going to mention that earlier, Jay, but I I saved it for my catch up. But if I think if you're looking to get a game, well, this might be a game that you'd want to check out. I might. We'll see. I, I really like I, I on average buy maybe one game a year, and so I'm I'm really gonna have to think about what I'm buying this year. I, I I'm with you because that Spider Man game is coming out, and mm-hmm. holy holy shit, that game looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does look really fun. Um, yeah, 
but and I just like you know I, I want to avoid buying too many games because I don't want that much of my time sucked away with how much shit I'm trying to do this year. You know, I don't want to make it harder right. on myself. I have a fucking comic book to write and draw. And this and this game, I think somebody said they did a one of the reviewers did a playthrough of the entire game, and I think it said it took him 25 hours, mm. which is. Fuck. For this type of game, actually, pretty good. Yeah, I, that's actually a lot. For... And I think, and I think that he actually was breezing through it to try to, um, for the review. You know, they're sort of on a time crunch. Oh, totally. Because I am not running through it, and I don't think I'm. I'm. I'm fairly certain I'm not. I mean, I've played a good chunk of it, and I've gotten a lot, but, uh, you know, I've only been to one of the nine realms, or I guess two, because Midgard. But, and then. I haven't ran into gods yet. There's a lot of hints of stuff going on, but I haven't seen anything yet. So this, and this isn't like a reboot of the franchise, is it, or is it? I don't think it is. I think it's because Kratos is old now and he's got a son, right? Okay. Yeah. It's like so a I soft it's, reboot. It's. I think it's a soft reboot. I think it's like a, yeah. It's a new beginning, but not restarting. Right. Yeah. Like he's still like killed all the other gods. Yeah. So the Greek gods are all dead. Yeah, he has killed all the Greek gods at this point. They talk a little bit about it in the beginning, but there's no... You really don't need to know what's... You don't need to play the three or four games that were before this. Four. Four, to have any idea what's going on in this game. Oh, so yeah, it looks like they're formatting it in in eras. So they have the first era, which is all Greek, and now they're calling this the the beginning of the second era, which is the Norse stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, I imagine that this game is... They're just going to... I, with how popular it is, they're going to make more. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, um, and it's and playing with the Norse gods is really fucking cool. Mm. Um, and there's some of, I, I, some of the most gorgeous scenes I've ever seen in games, and some of the like, some of the uh, you know, it still has that same combat feel like when you're playing original Assassin's Creed or I mean, uh, God of War, where like you fight a boss, right, and it's like fight, 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 and then like something triggers, like you get them low enough in health that something triggers, like sort of a more cinematic experience, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of that going on, and it's awesome. That's cool. It's so riveting. Um, yep, you you've sold me. I'm, I'm I did. Go a, buy it. I, I won't say what I fought, but I did. I fought something just recently, which was one of the most like intense, uh, exciting sort of boss fights. Because usually when I get to boss fights in games, I'm like, ugh, okay. I got to, like, hit this guy's, you know, hit this guy's fucking elbow pad 45 times, and then I I win, right? Mm. Or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, but this was, like, very dynamic, exciting, fun. Uh, and, the, yeah, I don't know. I can't speak highly enough of it. The scale of this game is incredible. Which trailer did you see? Just, like, the very first E3 one where... I think there was a little bit of gameplay of just him and his son walking through the forest. They didn't. Sh- what did anything else happen? No, it was just them walking. They didn't fight anybody or anything. No, they weren't on the boat. No. Okay. Then I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're not. Oh, they're not on a boat. Then on I can't a, say there anything. There was a there was a trailer with them on a boat, and if you had seen that trailer, you would know something about the game. Oh. I haven't seen that trailer, so I'm not going to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah. No. I. I've You're better kinda, off not. You're better I've off not. I've stopped watching trailers for games and movies. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer for the the one of the the, the boat one that I'm not going to talk about is happens pretty early on in the game, but 
If you don't know what's coming, it's going to be the fucking best. Nice. <laughs> um, but there's still even with no, even with having seen that, there's still twists and turns and surprises that I was not expecting. So, hmm. Anywho, I don't know. I can't speak highly enough of it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, guys, for this tail end of the show, I feel like we should uh, we should talk some Marvel a little bit because obviously Infinity War is coming out this uh, this Thursday or Friday, depending on who you are and what you consider full release. Um, it's been 10 years of the MCU and, what, 18 movies, some shit like that? Um, who considers Friday the release anymore? Most people still consider Friday the release and Thursday the preview night. Okay. That's how it's officially considered, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, because everybody... Everybody who's anybody sees it Thursday. <laughs> yeah, only real real nerds see it Thursday. Ha! Huh? Hashtag well, gamergate. And let wait, 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 caveat. Wait, wait. Unless you're Rachel, because she has to plan it with. Rachel's not Captain. a real nerd. Nope, I'm seeing it Saturday morning, <laughs> like a loser. What a fake I'm nerd! A fake fan. Gamergate, comics gate. Fake gamer girl. You know you're gonna have to go so dark Friday. Hashtag move the needle yeah. or whatever on the internet. Yeah, it's true. You're not gonna hear from me because shit. They or gave out, They gave the cast fake scripts. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The cast. The cast all got fake scripts, except for like you know the lines that they had were were the one, were the only things that were accurate. It's crazy. There's a lot of secrecy. Good. It's how it should be. Oh, I know. I'm I I'm actually very excited that I know very little about this movie. Um, Let's. I mean, let's let's kind of look back over the last ten years of Marvel. So I've been doing, and I didn't mention this in my catch up because I wanted to mention it here. But I've been like, I, I didn't do the one movie a week uh, catch up like people were talking about doing a few months ago. Um, and so now I'm like, I just watched all of them in two days. Well, I've I've been making my way through. I'm up to um, Thor two now, uh, and I have you know three four days to to get from Thor two all the way through Black Panther. Um, Good. Yeah, Fuck. we'll we'll see how that goes, <laughs> especially because I'm in the middle of a move and also a very busy job and I have a deadline that I'm supposed to turn this article in by the end of the week and stuff. So, yeah, I'm, there's there's a lot of things that are preventing me from making that happen, uh, but we'll see. Um, however, uh, I was as I've been watching all these movies, have you guys gone back and watched any of the MCU movies for this? I mean, I, not specifically for this, but I just... Uh, it, Pretty frequently, I just put one on every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing. So it's I'm, it's usually just like Guardians of the Galaxy I put on. Nice. Yeah, I watch I watch Spider Man here and there. Spider Man. Watched Ragnarok again recently. Yeah, yeah, I watched that again too. So do you guys? I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I mean, it's not like I haven't forgotten the movies or anything. Yeah, of course. Do you guys remember? <laughs> uh, like, wait, what happened in Age of Ultron? <laughs> <laughs> um. So so that moment at the end of Iron Man, uh, I think was that post credits when when Sam Jackson comes in. Yes. Okay. So when I mean, he comes in and he says, "I'm forming a initiative." Yeah, or like you're part of a bigger universe, a bigger world now, and yes, you just don't was, know it yet. That was the that was that was the post credit for yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, do you remember seeing that and like kind of what you thought and what your expectations were at that point? Either of you? Um. No. That was 10 years ago. Forgot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's fucking 10 years ago. <laughs> I remember like being excited about what they were going to do, mm-hmm. but I 
I couldn't have thought what they were going to do. It's just yeah. I don't think I don't think it really hit for me until Avengers that they were doing like a an actual like full blown connected universe. No, not that. I knew that they were, but when in watching Avengers and being like, "Oh fuck, they're going big." Yeah. Like like it's not just like cuz in Tony Stark he says that thing and you're like, "Oh, that's funny." And then they have, you know, and then it was a bunch of solo movies and then I think it was it was when Avengers came out and I was like, "Oh shit, they can go big. They can really go big." Yeah. Yeah, like seeing them all together well, and finally. Seeing, and seeing Thanos turn his head around. Yeah. In that post-credit scene, it was like, "Oh, that that was the moment yeah. for me where I was like, "Oh shit. This is going places." Yeah. No, and I agree. That that was the moment that it actually that you felt the impact when they they teased that huge villain and and the implications of Thanos being that like oh this is a huge cosmic story and shit's gonna get nutty like you don't you don't involve that villain with a small scale story. Um, no. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know I I remember kind of the same thing like I remember getting excited at the the whole Nick Fury thing and and being stoked about that but like there was. Yeah, there was like no point of reference, you know. Like there, there had never been anything yeah. that ambitious done on film before. Yeah. Um, and so it was interesting. I mean, it was it was really cool seeing Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury because you know it's like they had shown that in the Ultimate comics like ten years prior, and like seeing a, a character like that that is such a kind of like up until that point was such a comics character, uh brought to life and taken seriously and now we've seen that so many different times over these movies like seeing these characters that are you know tiny things that you never thought that more people than whoever you saw at the comic book store would even be aware of them um sure. i don't know it's, it's just crazy thinking about thinking back like especially when i was watching iron man the other day like that they started from that movie where they didn't have a script uh they were you know putting it all on the shoulders of robert downey jr who had just come off of like a giant coke bender that was potentially ruining his career and fucking john favreau who what had he done up until that point as a director swingers swingers yeah like they they put all this on their shoulders and that's where it started they had no script when they started shooting uh to then think that 10 years later this would be the most successful film franchise of all time like I don't know. It's just nuts. It's pretty crazy. Um, so in looking back, I mean, what are what are sort of like the the highlights for you? I mean, if there, it sounds like Rachel that that your favorite of the bunch might be Guardians, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Like, what what's your sort of like favorite movie that you feel like is is the biggest standout to you? Probably Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy. Why do you think that is? I think because that is just such an insane thing to do. And they were like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And they did it very well. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of, for me, this weird little pocket of Marvel where there's still the weird cosmic stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was done well. Yeah. So I think for me, that's why it's my favorite. And I I think Guardians is probably my favorite, too. And I mean, Gar- Guardians might be sort of like, in, in a weird way, in a sneaky way, kind of the key to this franchise's continued success, the, at least the, the whole universe, because that was the movie that like brought in people who weren't going to go and see a superhero movie for some reason. Exactly. Well, and I think because they did well with that, it kind of set the bar that, okay, I trust them more to do this Thanos story mm-hmm. because they did this well and pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, 
What about you, Matt? What's your what's your like kind of highlight movie out of this whole thing? Guard- Guardians. I just said that. <laughs> oh, did you did you say it was yours too? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he agreed. I'm with sorry, me. I missed yeah. that. No, it's fine. Um, I'm just gonna hate you for my. <laughs> well, what's now. what's another what's another highlight movie for you outside of Guardians? Um, I don't know, man. I you know I I I, I have a hard time putting him in a, a hierarchy of favorite because. Mm-hmm. Guardians is so fun and so I've said it before on the podcast probably a bunch and I'll just say it again it's it's like the Star Wars of this era and it's just exciting and fun and it's it's it feels good to watch you know yeah oh absolutely um it's an incredibly enjoyable and rewatchable movie yes uh but you know I mean you can't you can't deny the impact that uh Winter Soldier had Cause that's just that is just a clean, awesome movie. Totally. Yeah, I was I wanted to bring that up because well, while I love Guardians and I think it's my favorite, Winter Soldier was probably, in my opinion, is the best Marvel movie. I'd say it's arguably the best of the movies, even if I th- like Guardians more too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm absolutely on board with you. I think I think that it's clearly the best of the bunch that that they've made up to this point. Yeah, um, but you know, I also. I really liked Ragnarok. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> um, and so I, I, Ragnarok's pretty high on my list too. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's interesting for all of Phase Three. Uh, like Phase Three started with Anthony and Joe Russo, and then you get you know like there there's like Anthony and Joe Russo and James Gunn are the only ones who have done movies in this universe before so far, and then all the other directors are Scott Derrickson, John Watts, Taika Waititi. Uh, Ryan Coogler. He's done movies before. No, I mean they've done movies before. What I'm saying is like they were such strange, like all of them, kind of strange choices for oh sure for doing the movies they did. And I think yeah, that has a large part to do with why they're seeing these success. Because you look at like the the choices that they had made in Phase One and Phase Two. It's like you know Alan Taylor for Thor Two. Like he was a guy who had directed some. Uh, fucking Game of Thrones stuff before, you know, but like wasn't really exciting. Uh, you know, same with like um, the director from Incredible Hulk was just kind of like an action movie director. Joe Johnston was just like, yeah, he's a guy who does nostalgia. Um, and so it just like I don't know. It feels like they're they're making more kind of fresh and interesting choices uh, for their movies now than they have before. Um, you know, I th- and I think that maybe that kind of started with Shane Black for Iron Man three. Like, on the surface, that's a really weird choice. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and I actually think that Iron Man three is the best Iron Man movie. Um, but I know a lot of people don't like that movie. Yeah, I I, I, I also like that movie quite a bit. Yeah, I I like that movie. Um, I don't know, but I I think I that that that's like that's what's keeping this franchise running is is getting different and unique like just just odd like not even sometimes not even odd but just choices that other studios and other franchises probably wouldn't make to sort of helm their movies um right you know and sometimes it doesn't work incredibly well like with dr strange that movie was pretty successful but it wasn't like blowing the doors off of anything um you know whereas you look at black panther or ragnarok both of those movies made a, a significant impact on the movie going audience um I don't know. I, I I appreciate Marvel's balls. I think is really the point I'm trying to make. Like, they've yeah, definitely. 
I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree as well. Um, I, I think for me, the highlight of the entire franchise thus far was Captain America Civil War. Like, I, I think Winter Soldier is probably the better movie. But yeah. in Civil War, seeing the culmination of all this character development, seeing that, you know, you, you get these people sort of like put together and, and, you know, like planting the seeds of their sh- sort of strifes and conflicts, um, you know, and, and establishing them and making them really strong characters separately um and bringing them together you know twice over and then by the time they're all in a movie again like it's you know actual conflict and consequences that last beyond the confines of that one movie um yeah and especially considering it wasn't even an avengers movie you know like it was it was under the title of captain america i i just found the the sort of i don't know the the fact that they had they were paying off so much that they had built to over the course of all these movies um, was really awesome and, and exciting. I mean, the, f- I, I, the feeling of watching civil war in the theater, I think is one that, that will be hard to top. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see if infinity war will top that. Probably. Um, I hope so. I'm willing to, I, I'm willing to bet this movie is going to have some serious impact. Do you, yeah. Do you think there's going to be a lot of character deaths in infinity war? Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd say a lot. But some big ones? But, I think yeah. there's going to be some big ones. And yeah. I think there's going to be... I think it's going to be... I think the gauntlets are going to... Obviously, the gems are going to play such a big effect that the reality isn't going to be what it was going in, coming out. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I think I agree with that. Who, who do you think like who do you think is the most likely to get sort of killed off in this movie? Cat... Yeah, I think everybody's votes for for Captain. Really? Yeah. Part of me thinks it'll be Iron Man. No way. I just I I feel like it's it's it kind of is leading to that where it's like, you know, he's he's done so many shitty things. Uh, you know, his decisions have led to like some really awful stuff. Um, and so the the, the perfect culmination would be for him to sort of, uh, I guess, wear the brunt of of. Um, the the blowback for it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, cause I kind of feel like because there is so much success, they're not really gonna kill anybody that they can't replace. Mm-hmm. Where they can easily kill Cap and Bucky can take his place. Yeah, and th- and that's true. I mean, it's hard to match sort of the the appeal of Robert Downey Jr. and that character. Um, yeah. But I, at the same time, it's like shit. You know, Black Panther has now made more than any Iron Man movie, uh, and so I, I feel like they're you know it, like between Black Panther and Spider Man, um, and some of these other characters have. I feel like they might have the confidence to be like, well, we don't need to pay, you know, Robert Downey Jr. three hundred million every movie, um, but maybe not. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be it's the move that nobody expects them to make because they. F- I think everyone feels like Robert Downey Jr. is too uh, necessary for them. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me feel like, especially with, with the Russo brothers and Marcus and McFeely, that that might be exactly what they're going to do because nobody wants to expect it. Yeah. You know, they're going to zag on us. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not opposed to them doing it. Yeah. I just don't know if they will. That makes sense. Um. They've also kept incredibly tight-lipped on, obviously, what's happening after this. 
you know, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel in the next year and then Avengers 4 uh, a year from Infinity War coming out. And beyond that, all we know is that Spider-Man is getting a sequel and Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a sequel. Um, yeah. I, I I bet you, like, the week after Infinity War comes out, they're going to be like, here's what's coming up next. Maybe. Although, part of me thinks maybe they'll just reveal what's coming in 19 and 20, because I'm betting that Avengers 4 probably still has a lot of consequences. Yeah, that's probably Yeah, true. that's true. Um and like I maybe the only thing they even reveal after Infinity War comes out is just the title of Avengers 4 and then still keep tight-lipped on everything after. Um Yeah. But I I mean are there like if if you were, you know, not even really trying to predict anything, but in terms of like what you would want, what kind of direction or characters or whatever, like what what kind of things would you want to see after this sort of phase is done? Um, Doctor Doom. You know that? Yes, that would be so amazing. I hope That's pretty much it. I hope that the Noah Hawley Doctor Doom movie stays in development, but then somehow gets worked into the the MCU if the Fox deal goes through. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care where they go. I'm enjoying the ride so far, and I'm not really concerned about how it. What what the end goal is there? Mm-hmm. Um, but it'd be nice to get it'd be nice to get uh, one of the other super villains and like real proper mega villain. Mm. Who are you thinking? Um, Doctor Doom. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I thought you were going somewhere else. I don't know. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, it'd be, it's, you know, uh, there's not a lot of other really great choices in my mind, but I think Dr. Doom would be, mm. is pretty high up there. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, a lot of Avengers stories that I've loved, Dr. Doom is their main villain. Yeah. I wonder... Yeah, Dr. Doc- Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I wonder if Avengers 4 is going to go in, like, a, a sort of like a Secret Wars direction. Maybe the original more than the the newest one or maybe both like and use that as a way of bringing in you know the like characters like the x-men and the fantastic four or whatever and kind of establishing Um, a new starting point for the universe you know i don't i think my uh, i i think they probably we're gonna are gonna go the route of just the new avengers stuff that probably kick in Mm. lady thor and if they don't put kate bishop in the movies they're doing a disservice to the world. I know. I would I love Kate Bishop. I completely agree. Oh, that'd be so good. I need I need, I need Kate Bishop and I would be 100% down for Lady Thor. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down so for I a think lot of stuff. I, I don't know. I am too. I'm pretty like I'm pretty I'm pretty game for whatever they do. So I it would be like if I had to do a I could be so off here but if I had to do a prediction of Avengers Infinity War post credit scene it's somehow Thor's hammer gets built again and some some lady picks it up some some Natalie Portman <laughs> picks it up I don't know I, they're not going to go with Natalie Portman again Yeah Probably I don't not. think no they'd way. I'd yeah I highly doubt that they would say here you can be Thor now <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I kind of want them to like try and you know sort of put a vote of confidence in some of their side characters and do like a you know, a Valkyrie solo movie um, or even Valkyries, like have her bring back the, the Valkyries like they kind of talked about um, in uh, in Ragnarok, you know, or or a Black Widow movie or, you know, I mean, any, that, any there's, there's 
there's Black Widow rumors right now swirling around, right? Yeah, there have been for a little while. And I would love to see, I'd love to see like a James Bond kind of style movie or like John Wick, Jason Bourne, like that that type of full-blown espionage movie around Black Widow. I think it'd be awesome. Yes. I would yeah. be so just, down just for do that. Just Mark Wade's run. Ooh, totally. yeah. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't know. I here's who I here's I don't know who they're gonna kill. Here's who I, here's who I hope they don't kill. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't kill Hawkeye. Okay. I really ho- I really don't want them to kill Hawkeye. Yeah, because love Hawkeye. There's there's part of me that thinks Hawkeye's family is gonna die. I hope not. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't want them to kill Hawkeye. I don't want them to kill uh, um, Falcon or. Uh, Winter Soldier, because yep. I love the dynamic between those two. I would, yes. I would love for them to like the next Captain America movie to just be Captain America and Falcon, sort of in like this buddy role, buddy cop role. Yeah. Totally, oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, I, they can kill Rhodey. I don't care about Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't care about him either. I don't care about Scarlet Witch or Vision either. They can kill them. I like Scarlet Witch. See, I like, I, I like Vision. Keep her. Um. So, does Ant-Man and the Wasp supposed to take place before Infinity War, right? I don't know. They've, I think I read that somewhere. I think they said it was takes place, takes place before Infinity War. They've kept... Which is weird. That is weird. Yeah, they, they've kept a little tight-lipped on it, so I, I, I really don't know. But yeah, I mean, that, that seems to be the only way it would make sense. I'm pretty sure they are. I'm fairly certain I read that. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who else? Do I not care if they die? <laughs> Wait, do you not? Are you saying you don't care if Ant Man uh, or Wasp die? They're not going to die. I don't know. Pretty convinced they're not going to die. Yeah, what if, what if they do die. die, and so then they're kind of using their deaths as a way to get people to be like, "Oh man, I wish they didn't die. I want to go see that Ant Man and Wasp movie." I'm I'm going to bet they don't die because if that Ant Man and Wasp movie is successful, they're not going to want to have those characters wiped off the map. Yeah. Part of me feels like there's a ceiling for how successful that movie is going to be. <laughs> I agree. I, it looks better than the first one to me, but I don't know. We'll see. I I'm still hoping it'll be good. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. because still for like all its faults, and there's many, I still enjoyed Ant Man. Absolutely. I and I'm 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 on the same same boat with you. Like I I love I love the first Ant Man. I think it's a really really just fun movie. Yeah, it's just fun and. I I love the Ant Man comics and I thought they did a really good job and I I want it to be successful. I, he just he needs a partner, so I think him having Wasp will hopefully make it better. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't particularly like the first Ant Man. So damn, it's definitely got my it's got my least favorite villain in all the movies. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I I totally agree with you there. I the villain's Jack bad. The worst villain of all time. You know, yeah. This even if even if others were written worse, like everything about Yellow Jacket, I just think is dumb. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. <laughs> this might be heresy to say, but I actually do not care if Doctor Strange dies. I mean, he probably uh, won't, I, but I don't I, care. I, I didn't. I don't. He's not going to die. I I really liked. I didn't like Doctor Strange the movie that much. We've talked about how it's sort of like gone downhill. Yeah, yeah I don't like it but at I all. I really liked him in Ragnarok. He works yes. so well in Ragnarok, and I think they—that's true. So I just yeah, he's I, he's the same as Ant Man. He needs another person like Thor 
or even any other Avenger. Like he needs somebody to interact with. Yeah. Like him just on his own is bad. Yeah. I hope that his gloves look better in Infinity War. Or maybe he just doesn't have any gloves in Infinity War. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the gloves are a little weird. The, yeah. the gloves looked so bad in Ragnarok. It looked like yeah, he was wearing they were, kitchen yeah. mitts. Yeah. yeah, they were ridiculous. <laughs> like, props to Taika for just being like, yeah, sure, fuck it. We're going to put these giant yellow gloves on him. But that didn't look good. That's <laughs> eh, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess I think- there's there's a few characters that you could say were are like 100% safe. I think Spider-Man there is zero chance he dies. Um, uh no, he's not going to die. Spider-Man's absolutely not going to die. Yeah. T'Challa not dying. Definitely no. not dying. Doctor Strange definitely not dying. Yeah. Um uh, Well, I I think there's there's a Black chance Widow, Doctor Strange could they're die, not gonna, probably not. They won't kill Black Widow either. I could see it happening, I but I doubt it. I doubt it. Um Nick Fury, there, maybe, there, but th- probably not. Oh, hmm. yeah, I could see. Yeah. Fury. I could see him killing off Nick Fury. I'm okay with that. I think the Guardians are all safe. Probably, I think the Guardians are probably all safe too. I wonder if Mantis dies. Mantis is not safe. That would be a bummer. Yeah, or like Drax. I mean, I feel like Drax dying. A people would get really bummed about that, but it would also be. You know, like if he if he died in some way, in some sort of sacrificial way with Thanos, would be an interesting conclusion to his story, considering that that's kind of his purpose. Yeah, I yeah, I agree I with that, that too. I, or I could see Nebula dying. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's she's actually probably pretty high on the list of candidates that could die. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like the main guardians are safe. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Like the Chris other Pratt ones, dying. I w- I would be you know kind of bummed if they died like if mantis died like oh that's a bummer yeah nebula dying i'd be bummed but i don't really care yeah either i i hope but i think i think drax doing that like fulfilling his purpose that's actually kind of cool yeah i hope heimdall doesn't die but at the same time i also feel there's a chance yeah yeah like i i I wonder if there will be like a culling of like the ancillary characters either that or if there will be a culling of the main characters and then they'll try and sort of bring up the ancillary ones but I think that's probably more likely, but yeah, I I don't want Thor to die mm-hmm. because I I feel like we finally got Thor, the Thor we deserved this whole yes. time. Yes, totally. It took a long time before <laughs> they actually like made a Thor movie where they're like, oh yeah, we understand this character. Exactly. Yeah. Or we changed the character just enough to like really, really make him rich. Yeah. Um. So that'd be a bummer. I could see Bruce Banner dying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I agree. Just because it's like they can't really use him in a full capacity. Like he's he has to be a featured character. Um, yeah. And so that could kind of make them go, well, fuck it, we'll just kill him off then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because then they could just re- they could replace him with any other Hulk. There's like four Hulks out there now. Yeah, they could have everyone's favorite character, General Thunderbolt Ross, as the Red Hulk. <laughs> No. No, I, give uh, me a She Hulk. I'd love they'll a either She Hulk or they'll go Amadeus Cho. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I hope Cho gets introduced, especially if they're doing a Fantastic Four movie. I think it would be awesome to have Amadeus Cho introduced. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. I also like how Hickman they're going with Infinity War, how they're bringing in the Black Order and all that stuff. That would It would be very interesting to see them do like crazy multiversal shit. So, did you guys watch the trailers at all? 
Um, I watched no. the first one. I think I've watched both of them once. Okay. I, yeah, I think I've only seen the first one, and I was kind of like, eh. No wait, I did watch the second one, and it made me more excited. Where it's got a, you see a little a little bit more of the Black Order. Yeah. They look fucking sick. They look pretty. They look so fucking cool. I'm that 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 one that's like sticking daggers into Doctor Strange. Yes. So cool. Yeah. The ebony maw. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm. I don't know. I'm pretty hyped, man. I the, just the, they sold me with that trailer with the Chris Pratt, uh, Robert Downey Jr. interaction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pretty fucking great. I'm so excited. <laughs> those those two characters. It's that's been one of those things. I feel like that we've all been like, oh, I can't wait for that. Just like seeing seeing them talk to each other. I don't know. They they're a great yeah. character to have, or a great two characters to have bounce off each other. Yes. Um, and I, I hope, I guess one of the other big things that I want after, after this movie and even during this movie, I want more of the younger characters introduced, you know, like around Peter Parker's age to kind of build a cast of younger characters, like a Kate Bishop, for instance. Um, yeah. And I think Shuri I, is a great character for that too. Yeah. Yes. I, agree. I think I Shuri's going to have a big, a bigger role yeah. moving forward. Her and Peter Parker having a, a cool dynamic. I think that'd be so fun. Like these two kid geniuses, uh, inventor types, like kind of interacting i don't know that'd be sweet yeah um i don't know i don't know we'll see uh how so so you know to kind of wrap this up oh actually fuck i I forgot to do the the whole ad read um hey guys you ever heard of (laughs) (laughs) t-blocks well let's wrap it up first and just do it at the end yeah we'll do it at the end um uh but yeah um fuck things infinity war i (laughs) To, to kind of wrap it up, I mean, what, what's your hype level for it? And and are you, you know, if, if you were leaning, like going in, your expectation for how good you think it is on a scale of 1 to 10 or whatever the fuck? Mm. Um, my hype level's uh, not what it would have been five years ago. Mm. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to kind of get to this point finally. Um. I like what they've been doing. I I I got really excited for Ragnarok, and I I really enjoyed Black Panther. So I'm excited. I, I it's just I'm not like blowing a lid, hyped out of my mind. Can't sleep Wednesday night because I get to see it on Thursday type deal. Like mm-hmm. I probably would have been a couple of years back, but uh, one to ten. I don't know. I I bet you it's gonna be pretty good. Nine, eight. <laughs> it's the russo brothers i mean they've done no wrong so far yeah yeah they've got the fucking biggest sandbox they could ever hope to want to play with they're obviously pulling from hickman so i think it's going to be pretty great Mm -hmm. how about your age i'm pretty much in the same boat as matt like my excitement's pretty moderate i probably would have been more excited years ago But I'm I'm still excited to go see it, but not as like super pumped. Right. I'm I'm definitely there's excitement there, but I'm not like fucking blowing a gasket, freaking out about. No, it. like I'm excited, but I'm still just kind of feeling that superhero burnout where, yeah, I'll go see it and I'll have fun and I'll like it, but eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I don't. I don't. Good. Go ahead. No, please. I was just gonna say I'm I'm actually pretty full hyped. I think I'm I'm probably a ten on both 
<laughs> on both counts. Like, I, and I think it's the biggest thing is like my expectations. I usually try to temper them and stuff, but it's it's hard not to have your expectations up to the ceiling uh, with with yeah. a movie that's been built up like this. Sure. Yeah, I get, I get that. I yeah, I totally can see that because it's been a long time, but I'm I'm just on the superhero burnout mm-hmm. right now. So maybe this will like rehype it. Yeah, I, yeah, that that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And I I yeah, I agree with Matt. <laughs> a nine or an eight. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be good. I think uh, yeah, I think I don't know. Who cares? We'll see it on Thursday. <laughs> 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 no it's it'll be fun i'm i'm looking forward to it absolutely yeah and it, i mean this is i mean this is kicking off a summer full of big ass movies like you know it is a pretty ridiculous movie summer we should we should do a summer movie episode the next one next one or two yeah absolutely i, I think that'd be a good one for next week um yeah to kind of did you guys see did you guys see rampage i did no. not see rampage <laughs> I really want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can report back to us with full spoilers on uh, how Rampage is. It looks fun. I'm sure it is fun. Uh, I'm sure it's just a fun action, mindless movie. Exactly. I'm not like going into Rampage like, oh man, this is going to be the best. But yeah. the story's going to be so deep. It looks, so, it looks fun. <laughs> I don't know. I just I guess I'm coming off of really enjoying The Rock and Jumanji. Mm. Oh my god, it was so good. Jumanji was really good. I loved Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> I did really enjoy Jumanji. Actually, that was that was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, this this episode has been brought to you by T Blocks. Uh, if you go to T Blocks dot com, that's T E E B L O X dot com. Uh, you can check out their uh, subscriptions. Um, you know, or their 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 shirt package. They'll send you a shirt every month, or even just one shirt one time if you want to just buy one shirt. Uh, the prices are really fucking good. Um, the most you'll ever pay on T-Blocks is $10 for a shirt. Um, and you can kind of tailor it to your wants and needs and, and kind of go for whatever your interests are. If you like Marvel shit, if you like the geeky stuff, if you like cars, if you like all sorts of stuff, you can go to their their website. They have so many different options. Um, and I, I really enjoy their stuff and their shirts uh, I think are some of the best fitting shirts ever. That's a big problem I've always had before with like you know, band t-shirts or, or, you know, like licensed shirts, there's, there tends to be like a weird fit and then you end up not wanting to wear it, even though you love the shirt. Um, T-Blocks, their, their shirts are, are super high quality and I really enjoy them. Um, but if you go to, if you go to tblocks.com, uh, and you can use the promo code, uh, cool TBX at checkout, that'll get you 10% off, um, your subscription, whether it be a one month ten dollar subscription or whether it be a, a year long subscription, you'll get ten percent off with our promo code. So go to tblocks.com, use the promo code CoolTBX, uh, and that will save you ten percent. Get your get your get your fashion in order. That's T Blocks's slogan now. Is it? It's their new slogan <laughs> that I made up for them. Um, okay. that works. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, go 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 buy your shirts. Go see your Infinity Wars. Go be go be Peter shirts at Infinity War. Um, and I think I think that's it for this week. Rachel has has been blowing up that Instagram feed. Make sure you check out our Instagram at Savage Land Podcast because she is definitely the most uh, on top of her shit uh, when it comes to when it comes to managing our, our social <laughs> media stuff. Um, you can also check out our Twitter at Savage Land Pod, where it's usually me interacting on there. But uh, every once in a while, Rachel will peek her head in or Matt. Um, 
and uh, our Facebook at Savage Land Podcast, which is pretty much very neglected. Um, but you know, at least our our Twitter and Instagram posts kind of copy over there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. You can send us... Uh, actually, yes, this week when you see Infinity War, um, since we'll be talking about it next week, please send us your thoughts uh, to our email, or you can do it on Twitter, but uh, email would be super great. Um, uh, letters at SavageLandPodcast.com. Let us know what you thought of Infinity War, um, You know things that you might have been expecting going in, disappointments, things you were super excited about, things that surprised you, whatever it is. Um, please, please, please send us your thoughts to letters at savagelandpodcast.com and we will talk about that next week on the show. Uh, yeah, this, this, this is the big week, guys. Um, it's, all, it's all been building to this. We started this show talking about uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, and so it's, it it's, it's yeah. fun that it's come this far. One phase later, if you will. Uh, yeah, until, until next week. We hope you've enjoyed your time in the Savage Land. cool.com you never know um you ready i'm ready <laughs> i'm i'm fucking i'm fucking strapped in buck buck buckle up pal listen bucko book him dano Listen to Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> okay. This is going to be the best intro you've ever heard me do. Uh, oh, is it? Yep. Ready for it? I'm stoked. I'm ready.